Hey friend, we're rolling right on through this month of love and season two of All Things New. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Coley. So Valentine's Day has come and gone. And if you uh, didn't love Valentine's, you are probably really thankful (laughs) that it is over. Um, But I really hope that we all can shift our perspective on Valentine's, on love, and on this month of love because there is so much goodness out there no matter where we are finding ourselves. So anyway, we are, like I said, in this month of love and um, I'm still talking about things of the heart. And today, specifically, we're going to start a two-part pod on a heart's desire. And I'm going to keep it very G-rated this day um, as we just unpack the word desire. We're going to look at several different things, um, what it is, what our heart's desire is, what God wants for us, and does God give us our heart's desire. But then I'm just going to give you a sneak peek into the second part of a heart's desire. We are going to look at um, desire in a little bit more of a PG version. We're going to talk about sex, sexiness, attraction, lust, and intimacy. So Cue all the cringe for all the teenagers that listen to my podcast and specifically for my kids. But hey, it's going to be all right because in the Coley house, we are very open and honest and we talk about a lot of um, a lot of deep things that maybe most families don't talk about. And so they should be very used to this by now, but it's all good. So let's just jump right in. Y'all ready? Desire. Here we go. So we're human beings, right? (laughs) Of course. And we have desire embedded deep within our spiritual and physical being, y'all. It is normal and even good to have desires. Here's how Webster's defines this word. It's a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. So for all of you out there, I know you have things that you desire, And feel free to interact. You can, at the end of this podcast episode, share where it prompts up what's on your mind. You can type in some things there and share it with me. Um, You can send me a message. Those come directly to me, and I would love to know. But I will share for you here um, what it is that I desire. So, and it's kind of a lot of things, different things. But first and foremost, I really have a deep desire to grow in discovering more about Jesus, to discover more about who I am on this earth. Um, I really have a deep desire for my loved ones to know and love Jesus. And one day, I hope to have a godly husband. And I have other things too, like Without a doubt, I would love and desire so much to go to Hawaii with my whole family. Like, that's a long-time dream. I also desire to be financially thriving and to own a home. And as a single mom, that's a really big deal. And then, oh, how I would love to purchase a Jeep one day. Um, That is a desire of mine. Like, I want a four-door white Jeep Wrangler with blackout rims and wheels and yeah, soft top, all the things. And then I have desires just in the way of this hay friend um, kind of enterprise, I guess you could say, like photography and merch store, life coaching, book writing, and who knows, the sky is the limit. I think a lot of the things that we desire 
kind of correlate to our dreams. But the heart's desire goes a little bit deeper. Our heart's desire is at the very core and the root of all the things that we want. There's a reason for all the things that we deeply desire, right? I think as human beings, we very much are synced up with having our heart's desire for the same things. And here's what I mean. As humans all across this world, I think that we want so much to be loved. Our heart's desire is to be acknowledged, to feel security and protection, to know that we're going to be okay. We desire to be people that others look up to and like. So there are desires, and I believe there's a deeper heart's desire. And this is what it is that we want. But what is it that God wants for us? What does God desire of his people? And I went to Micah um, chapter 6, verse 8 to look at this. And this is a pretty popular verse. Um, It says, act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. But just to put it in a little bit of context for you, Micah is reminding the Israelites here what it is that God has done for them and how they have failed miserably at honoring God as a result. So if you know any of the stories um, from the Old Testament the journey of the Israelites, you'll know that, you know, God saved them from Egypt, that, I mean, he rescued them. They went into the wilderness. Um, Things were hard and confusing, but God provided everything that they needed. He gave them so much grace and mercy. Um, And this is very much a lot like even our lives. Like God has been so good to us, but just like the Israelites, we often forget how good God has been, and they certainly forgot too. And they didn't always obey and honor God, kind of like us, right? So Micah is, um, a lot of the times, I think scholars are referring to Micah 6 as the indictment of Israel. But again, this uber popular scripture found in verse 8 is really truly what God wants for us. This is God's desire for his people. And it's not just for the Israelites, even though it's written in context to them, but it's very much relevant to who we are and the readers of today. So act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. And just picking that apart really quick with you, to act justly means that we are going to um, honor God. We're going to seek to make sure that others are treated equally and morally, that we're advocating for people who can't stand up for themselves and to love mercy that we're going to love people with compassion, that we are going to give mercy to those who don't deserve it. And to walk humbly with God means that we are going to be people who set aside our pride and that we are not going to be arrogant, but instead we're going to exalt the Lord over um, ourselves. And we're going to even exalt other people over ourselves. So that is what we can do in Micah 6.8 to um, truly envelop the desire God has for us. And we can look to Jesus as the ultimate example for this, you guys, because he showed us how 
uh, to act and how to love and how to walk. And so as we kind of wrap up today, does God give us our heart's desire? And the short answer to that is yes, I believe that he does. Psalm 20 verse 4 says, May he, speaking of God, give you what your heart desires and fulfill your whole purpose. And there's another translation of that that says, May he grant you according to your heart. So if you remember last week when we had Holly on, um, we looked at Jeremiah 17, 9 and the heart being deceitful, the heart being sick. And you remember also that Holly reminded us that sometimes God will give us over to our flesh. So these two verses, uh, Jeremiah 17, 9 and Psalm 20, verse 4, are not contradictory. They are actually very much in sync with each other. And here's what I mean by that, is that if, our, if the state of our heart is not in a healthy place, not healed, if the state of our heart and its motive is not good, not aligned up with God, and the desires of that sick heart are in place, do we think that God is going to give us those desires? And I think there's two answers here. I believe that God sometimes will not give us our heart's desire because our motive is off, because we're not lined up with Him. And that's His way of protecting us. But on the flip side of that, I do believe that God will grant us according to our heart, like that other translation of Psalm 20 verse 4 says. I think sometimes God will give us over to our flesh um, to teach us, to allow us to um, learn a lesson that we might need in our season of life. And you guys, I've had this happen to me. Um, And in the moment, I may not have appreciated it, but in hindsight and looking back now, I'm really grateful for the lessons that God allowed me to learn. So yeah, God does give us our heart's desire. And when we desire the things that line up um, under his will and what it is that he wants for us, that is good, that is righteous, that is holy, that sets us apart, like God is going to make good of those. Um, That's a promise. So just to kind of summarize all of this today and this word, this concept of desire, desire is not bad. Desire, just like sex, is a God thing. He created it. And again, when our desires line up with His, some really amazing things happen. And the beauty of the moments when our desires don't line up with God's will, but yet we still... um, fall to those is that God is going to still make it good and he can create beauty from all of that. So my friends, there's going to be a second part, like I said, to a heart's desire. And I cannot wait to hop back on here with you as we talk a little bit more um, on desire. And we talk about sex, sexiness, lust, attraction, and intimacy. So don't miss that. I hope today was helpful for you. And again, drop me some notes if you have those, some thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. 
If you are enjoying this podcast, it helps me so much to know that and for others to know that. So you can support the Hey Friend podcast by um, giving us some star ratings. Um, Five would be great on Spotify and Apple. You can also share uh, this podcast with your friends and you can start following it. So that would be really helpful and really wonderful. But thank you so much for tuning in today. I can't wait to get back on here with you again soon. Until next time.